Welcome to the Church Office Podcast. My name's Gavin Smith and it's a joy to welcome you today. Before we get started, I just want to take the opportunity to thank everyone who has kindly sent in messages and emails encouraging us in our mission. We are deeply grateful for your comments and your feedback. It's been amazing. Okay, let's get down to business. Today we're interviewing Pete Greasley. We're putting to him the working relationship of elders, deacons, trustees and a pastor all working together behind the scenes. Sometimes it can be absolutely fantastic. Sometimes it can be a real challenge. So we wanted to learn from his experience in ministry and find out how he could speak into this area. Enjoy the podcast. Pete, one of the things that I want to chat to you a bit about is kind of elders and deacons working together. And often you see um, structures in Welsh churches where you've got a group of, you know, you've got a, a single pastor, maybe a group of lay elders, a yeah. group of lay deacons. Yeah. And and often how they all work together is sometimes quite challenging. Um, I've met deacons who are like, this is my department. You know, we control the finances, we control the operations, and it's kind of the working relationship seems to break down a bit and then you've got yeah. elders who don't recognize what gifting there is in the deacon so all of those different dynamics are going on and I'm sure you've come across and met sure. know, other pastors that are in those sort of situations so how could you sure. speak into that and what how does this apply um, this is a this is a massive mm. question yeah um, podcast on its own you know. this is this is a, a lot of podcasts yeah. because I mean imagine the situation most men who are uh, in pastoral ministry, mm. have probably been called by the elders and deacons of that church. Yeah. They have been assessed by the elders and deacons. That's not wrong. Yeah. Um, and they feel beholden to them. Mm-hmm. And the elders and deacons almost can see them as their employee. Yes. Yeah, so true. the ability for that man to lead can be, at times because of the desire for checks and balances and this is the way we do things here and this is the way you should continue here. That can be the death knell for many churches because you either have a man who can't cope so they and just leaves and, and they could have a large turnover of pastoral ministry or not get anyone at all. Or you have elders and deacons who walk away from the church saying it's not what it used to be. So I would encourage elders and deacons, and there are differences. Firstly, if you, when you call a man, give him the biblical room to be able to lead effectively. And if you were to go down the road we're talking about, so say a man's been called into pastoral ministry, he's been there two years, he's got a team of deacons, Mrs. Goggins does the finances, somebody else does this, they, they, they've been doing it for years, and that, that's what, I'm the finance secretary, I'm the treasurer, I'm the whatever, um, children's ministry oversight. And, and I'm talking about bringing someone in who has essentially takes an authority to be able to determine the way that's done, takes an authority and is given an authority to be able to determine who does what and how, um, then you're naturally going to potentially run up against people who have said, you know, you're wrecking this church and and this is not what we wanted when we called you. We just want you to get up and preach. We want you to run the children's ministry. We want you to run the youth's ministry. We want you to care for people. We want you to visit people. And then we'll pay you for that job. Yeah. You know, I would say if, if a man goes to a church and that's their mentality, I would try and talk to them beforehand saying, I, won't, I wouldn't come in this that way. 
And I think it requires some courage yeah. um, to be able to say, I'll come, but you must give me room. But you must also give me room to allow somebody else to come and have room, potentially to change your role. So it comes down to the fundamental issue of if these people love the gospel and love this church and recognize the, the gift of God in this man and recognize the gift of God in others, they will be willing to say, whatever works best, how can we serve? Now, it doesn't mean that they come out of any system of checks and balances. We need that. So here we've got a large team of trustees who in some ways are our bosses, uh, but they give us room. And then we have an eldership that is both paid for. You know, we've got full-time elders. We've got uh, people that are on eldership that are lay elders. We have deacons that are full-time as well as part-time. And we have people serving in all different kinds of ministries. But what you can't have, you can't have the people in the ship telling the guy on the rudder which way he's got to take it. You've got to, there's got to be some room. So I think that's, that will be a challenge for a lot of churches that, that well, we, we spread this work out and, and it becomes very much, very possessive. This is my thing, this is m what I do, and don't you touch it. You have to go to the heart there, and you have to say, well, come on, let's, let's have a chat, and let's talk about why this is so important to you, and why you find your sense of identity and security and purpose in this role, and not in Jesus Christ himself. But that's, that's where leadership comes in. Yeah, yeah. And that's what it does take, doesn't it? it there is a... You know, it isn't. You don't just want to go into a context and just do the preaching and teaching and the caring and and not be able to lead in a way that's you know across all these different areas. And it does require a lot of change, doesn't it? And, and it does. as you apply the gospel, that's the best way to to see change, isn't it? It does. So I mean, we're called to do everything gently with patience. So I'm not saying in any way. A guy comes in, takes on another administrator and says to everybody who's been serving there for the last 20 or 30 yeah, years yeah. possibly, tough, you're out. Yeah. I mean, that's just weak, foolish leadership. Yeah, that's crazy. What yeah. you do is you, you gently, graciously do what you're called to do, which is teach mm -hmm. and appeal yes. and explain yeah. and reveal. Listen, let's sit at the foot of the cross and look at who we love and follow. Yeah and and learn from him yeah. and in light of all we've received mm -hmm. in light of all we are in yeah. christ yes let's put things into perspective and see yeah. what matters yeah. um so it does require courage and, and whoever you take on into that role if you do has to be courageous gentle but courageous has to be able at times to say to people no yeah or i don't believe so and not be so terrified of the outcome that they are yeah. just incapacitated. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's taking the right people and doing the right things. And at times, so long as it's done with grace and gentleness and kindness and understanding and time, mm -hmm. you can make some changes. But some men just don't want to do that. And yeah. if, you, if you're not prepared to do that, yeah. 
you can't take on someone to do their dirty work yeah, for you. You've right. got to do it yourself. Yeah. yeah, no, absolutely right. And I think if you're a deacon in this role and in this process, there's got to be humility, isn't there? And, yeah. and you've got to be able to to recognize the gifting and give room to the person. So, you know, we don't want to hold the purse strings and not make the job easy. You know, we want to, we've got to, as deacons, get behind the elders yeah. and what they're trying to do. And we want to make them successful. Mm. And we want, you know, them to be effective in their yeah. role. So we've got to do that supporting role. So, and, so and if, you, the things. if you take, if, if, if a church to go forward and looks into kind of management administration yeah. role, it does in some ways remove that authority from others that have had it, as we're yeah. saying. There has to be a willingness to be able to do that. Yeah. <clears throat> it's always a challenge. Yeah. It is, yeah. But it is, it is possible to do this. Mm-hmm. I, and I've talked to, so for instance, so I've talked to guys who, not only the deacons, but the whole church, they can't spend more than a few hundred pounds on anything without it going to the church for a Some vote. Sort of approval, yeah. Um, I'm not sure how to work, how I could work in that. Yeah. So our trustees, who have the, the complete authority, would determine they could say, well, you can spend, we trust you, anything up to this amount, yeah. without having to come back to us at all. Yeah. Because we're here to facilitate you and yeah. your ministry. Yeah. So I think everybody needs to recognize where their gifts lie, where their limitations lie, where their authority should be utilized and where it should be restrained and find a way to work together. So this will mean change for some churches. If they were to take on someone in an administrative management role, it will mean change and it will require courage and gentle explanation. And you have to get people on board with the vision to be able to move forward with that. Well, that concludes part two of our interview with Pete Greasley. Please check out the next podcast, which will be our final part in the series. We do hope you've enjoyed listening to Pete Greasley talk about a pastor's perspective on church administration. I'm sure we're going to come back to him and learn from his wisdom and his experience in future podcasts. If you've got any questions, anything that you'd like us to cover on the podcast, then please do get in contact. I know we say this every time, but we really do mean it. You're welcome to send in those questions to info at thechurchoffice.co.uk. As always, check out the website. There are new articles, podcasts and videos being added all the time. We love our mission. We want to support the work of ministry behind the scenes. So please check out those resources. From Gavin, it's a goodbye. Until next time. Thank you very much.